I pulled into the building garage for the condo that Winsome and I shared on 16th Street in Adams Morgan about 2 a.m. Getting to know Tevin had been an enlightening experience. Turns out that he was a vascular surgeon at Sibley Memorial, which made him smart as shit. I was about to be in serious trouble because I loved an ambitious and smart man, not to mention smooth, which he definitely was. We shared a late dinner and amazing conversation. Gazing into his eyes over the candlelight and being serenaded by his deep, sensual voice was too much for me. Even the way that he ate sushi turned me on. I sat in my 2011 Nissan Rogue for a moment and digested it all. This is how it always begins, I said aloud. You fall for a man too soon, and then the proverbial shit hits the fan. I had agreed to see Tevin again, but did not commit to a specific day or time. I told him to call me the next day at work. I could not believe that I had stayed out so late on a Wednesday when I had to be in my office by 8. Being a high school principal was not an easy feat, but it was a rewarding one. Teens had a bad rap overall. Most of my students were simply trying to get an education amidst the pandemonium created by the 5% of students who had been failed by their parents and believed that making a spectacle of themselves would be their claim to fame. I was not having it, not at Mega Evers High School. Tevin said that he was 34, and I was 37. Not a big deal, but I preferred to date men at least my age or older. Then again, I didn't want to actually date him. I only wanted to fuck him, so it didn't matter. As long as I kept repeating those intentions to myself, I would be fine. When I walked into the front door of our condo, I couldn't believe my eyes. Then again, I shouldn't have been the least bit astonished by anything Winsome did. After all, she worked as a fake review writer from home. Yes, it was actually a paid position. Companies such as hotels, restaurants, and retail chains paid her to post positive comments on all the major review websites, like Yelp, TripAdvisor, and Zagat. She made her own schedule and only had to send in a weekly list of all the reviews that she had posted in order to get paid. That was one of the reasons why I never paid attention to reviews, at least not the positive ones. A lot of those were fabricated. I was sure that Winston was not the only one working those sites on the regular. The sites were not at fault, since they were simply offering consumers the opportunity to vent about their experiences and to make recommendations. I was planning to kick off my shoes, sit on the sofa, and watch the latest episode of Paternity Court on the DVR after I'd tossed my purse and keys on the small table in the foyer and walked into the living room. When I first heard that they were making a show with that title, I talked major shit. It was mind-boggling to me that the paternity of so many children could be in question that it warranted an entire show on the topic. Maury already covered that topic about three days a week on the regular. But the thing that fascinated me the most about paternity court was Judge Lauren Lake's hair. It was always flawless. 
Half the time, I could not even concentrate on the cases since I was staring at her hair. I kept meaning to ask my stylist if she thought it was her real hair, a wig, or a weave. Whatever it was, it was banging, and it made me want to step up my game. As much as I proclaimed that I would never watch a show like that, I was all into it. I would often get emotional over some of the guests, and when they showed the little kids playing in the toy area on the screen, I would want to pick them up and embrace them one at a time. Then they had adults who would make an appearance in order to finally discover whom their biological fathers were for once and for all. Part of my issue with men was that my father had died before I was even born. The one man that I...